I so low, I so I so low, I so I so low, I so isolated. I so low, I so I so low, I so I so low, I so isolated. Hi, I'm Jerome Whittingham, editor of Hull Is This. Welcome back to another podcast. Um, do you enjoy singing? So many people do, don't they? Uh, but during lockdown, this pandemic has been a real challenge to so many community choirs. But it's a challenge that many choirs have actually uh, tackled head on. Let's welcome to the podcast Claire Drury. Claire is uh, an arts development officer for Hull City Council, and she's also leader of the Freedom Chorus. Welcome to a Hull Is This podcast, Claire. Hi, Jerome. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, I put a little shout out, didn't I, uh, last week, I think it was, that I'm trying to generate more podcast material. And you got back in touch to say you would love to chat with Hull Is This um, about the benefits of choirs and community singing. So just tell me briefly, you know, right at the beginning of lockdown, you, you lead a very popular choir in the city. What were your initial feelings when you realised that you were not going to be able to meet as a choir? I think... Um... Well, initial feelings were my heart sank um, and then determination rose and um, I, I, I plunged head, headlong into trying to work out how we could try and keep singing together and keep meeting together um, and um, off I launched into, into the virtual world and discovered Zoom and got very quickly very um, familiar with Zoom um, and try to offer people an opportunity to come together online. So, Claire, why did choirs um, have to stop singing together when, when COVID hit earlier in the year? Oh, you know, Jeremy, that's really interesting. Basically, singing in groups was identified as, as quite a, a, a high-risk occupation, as a, a high risk of spreading the virus. So um, singing and talking loudly uh, creates droplets and aerosols um, which can spread uh, the virus. So being in close quarters with other people um, and, and with this, this opportunity that you might breathe in other, other people's um, droplets and aerosol spread made it, made it something that people regarded as quite dangerous. And, uh, and we still can't. Uh, really sing together it, as we have done in the past. We've got to be very careful now, you know, wearing masks, being socially distant, um, only groups of up to six people in a, in, in, a, in a space or multiple groups of six people who have no contact with each other. Um, and the spaces have to be air conditioned, lots of ventilation to make sure that we reduce those risks. But early on, there were some choirs that were absolutely stricken by coronavirus. So there was one in, in Spain and another one in America early on where the whole choir went down with, with coronavirus after a rehearsal. And I, I think that that uh, re really spooked everybody and made people realise very early that, um, yeah, it was, it was a high risk thing. And it's right to take the precautions, isn't it? Just briefly, does, is it possible to sing with a mask on? What does it do to the breathing? Does it, does it really hinder the singing process? I, I I think so. Yes, um, my, that's my experience. It's I find it difficult to breathe in a mask. Um, some people are using face shields, which 
uh, reduces that that sort of direct contact, but it doesn't actually stop droplets. It just kind of redirects them in a different direction. Um, but yes, um, there are some specialist uh, masks for singers that are being developed that have more space um, in, in front. So people are, are innovating all the time to try and um, enable singing to take place. But uh, it's, <laughs> uh, but you know, uh, singers are determined people. We love it so much. Um, and one way or another, we will find a way to, to do this. Uh, we are determined that we will continue to sing one way or another. That's great. So just give us a little recap about the Freedom Chorus, how you came about, yeah. how long you've been running. So the Freedom Chorus uh, came together for its first performance for the Freedom Festival in uh, 2010. Um, and it grew out of um, some work we did with a, a collective of local choirs and a, and a sort of desire for people to sing together as a, as a massed uh, choir. So, so a big group of people singing. And from, from that, we've, we've kind of grown. Um, it's a project led by arts development of Hull City Council um, with, with funding from the council and uh, from the Arts Council as well. And it's it's grown. Uh, so we now have around 1,200 members on our books, although generally we don't get more than just over 100 people who can actually take part in any single project. And we generally do about three projects a year. So it's not like a choir that meets on a weekly basis. Um, we have a project, it's intense learning, and then we go out and do a performance. That's usually uh, performance-based and it exists to give people an opportunity to do things that they don't get an, an opportunity to do in the choirs that already exist in the area. So we bring in... Um, exciting choral leaders from outside the area. Um, we, we develop uh, projects that are sort of pushing people's boundaries. Um, over the last couple of years, we've developed uh, projects where uh, members help to write the material that we that we perform. Um, and and so um, we've we've done a lot a lot of work with um, local singers to sort of push their boundaries and um, you know increase quality of singing but also to to explore what is possible with choirs in a, in a mass context so we've done lots of peculiar things outdoors we did a, a big thing on scale lane bridge in one freedom festival and we did something else on the the underpass by the side of the river um <clears throat> and um Last year, we did a, a takeover of the indoor market, Trinity Market. So we had 150 singers coming in from different directions, uh, surrounding people. And, um, yeah, it's quite quite a, a thrilling sort of experience for audience and singers alike. <laughs> Absolutely. How many different choirs then are involved in the project? Um, there's, there's a mixture, actually. So I think about 40% of our singers are members of various local choirs and um, 60% are not um, allied to any other choir at all. So I think, I think there are about 20 choirs that I'm aware of locally. So we've, so we've got a scattering of, of people who come from choirs or existing um, choirs. But um, I think because the Freedom Chorus is a, is a non-committal group, we, no, we don't ask people to come every week. 
it's a short burst of activity. It's it's more accessible to people who have busy lives and who maybe can't afford to, um, you know, to to um, pay for to go and and have weekly um, or even fortnightly sessions with a with a regular choir. So um, so we're we're reaching people that um, that want to test the waters, that maybe have busy lives or or um, there are other barriers that stop them from being part of a. a regular choir so it's a very popular activity then i mean they say mm. hull, uh, hull is a city of poets but it seems like hull is also a city of singers and choirs well you know um i think sing, singing and especially group singing in choirs is is intensely popular across the country there was a survey done in 2017 by um one of the national organisations, a, a census, and it found that um, 300,000 more people participate in choirs than play football. Wow. Um, and that I think there's about at least 40,000 choirs in the UK, and that's sort of over 2 million people who, who sing regularly. That's before COVID hit, of course. Yeah, um, yeah. So COVID stopped us all in our tracks because so, it was just too dangerous. Yeah, what what are people getting out of of joining a choir then? What are the benefits of singing together? The physical benefit of singing is is amazing. So it's really it's really good for our physical health. It's good for our lungs, um, but it's also good for for um, mental well being as well. So um, you know that that act of coming together with a group of people um, is is really rewarding. Um, it lifts your spirits and, you know, it sets off those endorphins and makes us feel really good. <laughs> so so there's that. But there's also, you know, there's a lot of learning involved. So it, it increases your skills, your musicality, opens you up to, to new opportunities. Um, so that there's lots of reasons that people join choirs. Um, and a lot of the time, I think there are some really wonderful uh, benefits of just making friendships meeting new people and um the bonds that form from learning together singing together performing together are are very strong um and it's it's lovely to see people come together like that so the strong singers support the the weaker singers and um you know we're all we're all equal in the <laughs> in the chorus um <laughs> You say there's a lot of learning involved in the yeah. choir. There's been a lot of learning for you, hasn't there, as a choir leader? On yes. <laughs> how to get people together during this blessed lockdown and, and the, oh, the pandemic you're having. Tell me about that. What, what have you learned? How, how are you actually doing this? Right. So, firstly, you, you cannot sing together online because of... Um, the issues of latency, which is like time delay. So everybody's internet connection is is different, um, and you cannot you cannot simultaneously do anything on any online platform like Zoom or any of those video conferencing things that are based online. So the way that you could, the only way that you can um, sing together is to just trust. So you sing along together. So you're singing at the same time but you're apart from one another and you just trust that people are joining in. And of mm. course people want to join in. <laughs> so, it's, you, so we can only ever sing along. I see. Are you then, are you creating a, a sort of video that you then play to the choir that they sing along to or how does it work? 
So, well, in, in terms of learning things, we create backing tracks so people can learn in their own time and, um, and then we can play that back. So it would be multi-layered. So choirs are all about harmony, of course. So it's, so it's different tunes all interwoven at the same time. So we'll, we'll have a backing track that weaves the different vocal parts together. I was online during the Freedom Festival weekend and the Freedom Festival had put together that wonderful app. I actually felt, you know, I was still part of the festival because I was waiting for the pages of the app to upload that weekend. I thought it was really quite a good experience. And I came across Freedom Chorus um, in that app, a really wonderful video that you did together. So I'm, my is, yeah, my mind is now blown that, you know, you've, you said you can't sing together on Zoom or whatever, and yet, and yet you can still produce something uh, was as engaging as that. Yeah. So the trick is to sing together apart, uh, which we actually that that was within the lyrics of the song that we did. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, the way that it's woven together is that we get everybody to record themselves in isolation, though so mostly using mobile phones. So everybody has a backing track. They put headphones on. They sing along. They record their own raw voices which is such a challenge because nobody joins a choir so that they can sing solos. Um, so <laughs> it's quite exposing, but bless them. We're, we're so motivated to sing together somehow that, that, you know, everybody that was involved took up the baton and uh, recorded themselves. And then we, we have a, a fantastic sound engineer who, who can edit everything together and make it, bring it together like everybody's in the same room um and that that is a real skill it, it's all in the editing process basically working with an individual a, a set of individual voices all singing their their bits and weaving it all together so that it sounds like like it's a choir in the same room and then we did the same with the film so each person videoed themselves mostly using their mobile phones um, you know, propping the, the, their phone up and pressing record, uh, running back to their spot <laughs> and, and singing along, which was then those, those individual films were, were shared back to us. And, um, and we, we have a, a, a wonderful filmmaker who edited all those together and stitched it together with our sound. So yeah. a massive job behind the scenes to make that work. It's amazing. I was sort of casting my mind back, and in January of this year, even though I'm quite a techie guy, um, I'd never actually done video conferencing, and now I'm spending <laughs> some days five hours on Zoom or a, a mixture of these different services. And that must that must be true also for many of your choir members. Then that they're they're not just taking on the challenge of joining a choir and singing and tune and learning words and the like. They're all of a sudden they're having to take on these technological challenges too. Yes, and not everybody will do that. So we've got a membership of, of you know, over a thousand people, but not everybody is is interested in zooming and singing along on Zoom. Some people, it's just technology that's that's beyond them. Some people just don't just don't want to sing like that. You know, um, the beauty of singing in a choir is singing with other people's voices, is being surrounded by harmony and 
Um, there's a there's a thing that happens when you when you you reach a beautiful chord in a piece of music and you've got pure voices, but it feels like the the, the voice is actually being pulled out of you, um, and you're surrounded by that lovely sound. Um, there's nothing quite like it, and it's very difficult to reproduce that <laughs> without having people in the same room together. So tell me, you've got a project now lined up for November. That was. Yeah. Uh... An unexpected challenge for you. Tell me about that. Yeah, so we were we were doing a project at the beginning of the year with the Freedom Flame organisers who are based in Hull, and um, we were planning to do a concert at the Minster, which was going to be accompanied by the Humberside Police Band, and um, was going to mark VE Day. But of course, COVID hit couldn't do that that was all cancelled and we sort of tentatively said well okay let's let's put it on hold and maybe revisit that for remembrance day but sadly we you know things have not returned to normal and um we can we can only sing together in in very small groups um under limited restrictions that that we're not ready as freedom chorus to to approach um singing together again in a room yet so we said well okay let's let's take a, a single song and do a, do another virtual choir video that that can give us some way of marking Remembrance Day. So all around us, we're we're unable to gather as we would normally do, um, you know, to parade, to have services, to 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 mark remembrance. But we have this this Freedom Flame anthem, which celebrates freedom. Which, which looks back at the gratitude we have for previous generations who fought for, for the freedoms that we have today. And it, and it seems just right for, for us as a choir community to have an opportunity to, to mark Remembrance Day with a virtual choir film. And am I right in saying you told me earlier you're actually composer for this piece as well? Yes, yes. I composed, I composed a piece that we did for Freedom Festival um, with M. Whitfield Brooks in the summer. And I do, I do write things for my choirs. So is this going to be shared on social media? Or yes, yes. So we'll put it up on our webpage on the um, Hull City Council website and we'll, we'll share it on Twitter and, and our Facebook feed. And... Um, I'm sure the, the Freedom Flame will share it on theirs too. Maybe you'd like to to um, give us yeah, give us an airing yes, on Remembrance Day. Yes, yeah, <laughs> let's do that. Let's make sure that happens. Yeah, I'd love to share it on Hallows List. Uh, Claire, thanks so much uh, for getting in touch. That's been a fascinating chat. Uh, even though I'm not a member of a choir, I've actually looked through a few of these videos of the, the technical uh, you know technical aspects of putting these uh, groups together. You've learned such a lot now then over the last few months. Do you think it's ever going to be um, a way of presenting a choir, presenting singing that you would ever choose first? Second thing, there's no reason at all (laughs) why you you can't be creating a piece from people all around the globe, for example. Yes, and I am ahead of you there. (laughs) Um, So that is the only advantage um, that I see of, of doing things online is that you can bring people together from all over the globe. And I, and I hope that we can do some, some work internationally, making connections with, with people in other countries. And that is the only advantage that I see of, of doing things online. 
Remind us how people can get in touch with you. Yes, if, if people want to get in touch, they can email wholefreedomchorus at wholecc.gov.uk. Excellent. And have you got any social media accounts that you can Yes, yeah. you? um, you'll find us Whole Freedom Chorus on Facebook. And, um, and I'm, I'm out there, Claire Drury, on Twitter. Okay, I will make sure those links get put in the show notes for this podcast. Claire, thanks very much for chatting. Thanks for getting Thank in you. touch. I look forward to seeing and hearing uh, the piece that you do for Remembrance Day. Um, as I say, we will share that on Hull Is This, and I'll certainly look out for it on the Hull City Council website too. Thanks very much, Claire. Lovely. It's been good to chat with you. All Thanks, the best. Jerome. Oh, it's a, a pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Thank you.